Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Spongile Mufuking on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Radio Pulpit, this is where you at. I am Sibongile Mufuking with you up until 3 o'clock. And at 3 o'clock, Germany, Johan Els will say hello to you on something else. And afterwards, Ayanda Ninemba will come through with us, um, Spectrum from, uh, no, no, from Heart to, with Heart to Heart, with Heart to Heart. Am I correct? No, no, no. What am I saying? What am I, where am I? Okay, this is not Wednesday. Hello with Spectrum. I was correct with Spectrum from 4 o'clock up until 6 o'clock. She will be with you. Now it feels like it's a Wednesday and I'm on 11 o'clock. Aibo, aibo, angbuye, angbuye. It's a Monday and God is so good. So yeah, she'll come through with Spectrum with you from 4 up until 6. I see put Vusi Muzi. I see Vusi Muzi Philemon Gubeni saying indeed a touching story and this is consoling to know that we serve a dependable Father God. Thanks, servant of God, for sharing your story. Amen, Sispongil. Ah, this is so awesome. Yes, he is a dependable God, you know. Um, when all fails in our lives, we know we, that we can look unto him. He's so faithful and he's so awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, we are honored to have such um, um, ministry, you know, when somebody comes through and says, but look at God, I've been through this, but look at God. And so we thank God for that. He will come back again and finish the journey and finish his testimony. Right now, I'm joined by Pastor Mujalifa Daniel Maluka. He's on the line with me. We are going back to Blended Families. Muruti, how are you? Hello, Sissy Bongi. Hello to the family. It's it's good. I think the day has gotten better. <laughs> it was quite a, a rough weekend, but we thank God that um, we are alive and we have another week to face. Mm, and we thank God that he's with us through all the roughness. Ne? We never yeah. go in alone, but he is with us through it all. Sure, Muruti, we are back talking to blended families. And today we are looking at bringing the harmony into blended families but maybe somebody is hearing about blended families for the first time and they are wondering what are we talking about just a little snippet Muruti, a little um of of what blended families are and why are we talking about blended families yeah look i was so touched Sesibongi, by Muruti Chauke's narration and story you know and it it kind of speaks to what we'll be talking about today which is the issue of blended families and mm. You know, um, should anybody move on with their lives, getting into another relationship? How do you navigate around that? So a blended family is a family consisting of a couple and their children from previous relationships. Mm -hmm. You call that a blended family. Um, And it could be for various reasons. Spouses pass on. Um, spouses divorce as well, you know, uh, people divorce as well. So it's, it's usually because of that. And, and obviously by extension as well, if somebody has relatives that pass on, then you take on the kids and, you know, so there are those nuances that are there as well. So a blended family is basically just you coming with your own kids and another partner coming or spouse coming with their own kids. How do you navigate around that? It's, it's, it's quite a different scenario from a couple that never had kids, have their own mm. uh, biological children, raise them. It's different. And, you know, you can see it in, in how complex it gets. I mean, I remember a while ago I was listening to 
um, another pastor from Soweto, and she was talking about how this, the, the sons of the husband did not like her. Mm. But because of just how God gave her wisdom, you mm. know, on how to connect with these sons, by after a while, because it doesn't happen immediately, right? It can take on a minimum of three to five years to create that kind of relationship. So it took her time to get to that place. But there was a time when the son just relented and said, Mina Benizon, I didn't like yeah, you. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, through time and through just how you took care of our father, mm. um, I have grown to a point where I have, I am fond of you and I love you and I thank God for your role yeah. in our lives. And usually it starts off with a hate relationship. Yes. And it's by the grace of God and, and, and the wisdom he gives that that relationship somehow grows organically, um, you know, miraculously as well to become this flourishing relationship. Hmm. Sure. So now we are coming to how we get there to the flourishing relationship. How to bring about that, especially with, with such strong words like hate, murut, yo. Yeah. Ay, that is like yeah. really tough right there. Yeah. Uh, so, Rikala guy, how do we start moving towards and gravitating towards the harmony? I mean, last time when we were talking, what was hurtful is that um, sometimes it's not even the children who are having these emotions. The adults themselves, you find doesn't like the children that are brought or that are coming with the, their spouse. I don't like them. Um, And some go to even an extent of saying, I don't even love them. And so I I was watching another, um, it's a new uh, thing on TV. I think I saw the first two episodes and I decided these are the kind of things I don't want to watch. So (laughs) I'm not watching it. And this girl is brought up into a family. She came with her father. The mother hates her totally you know she shouldn't even be in a relationship and she's older she's very wise um she shouldn't have the best her daughter who is so irresponsible who is so all of that she even has i'm sorry to use this example because some um it's not that they are irresponsible or what but she even has children out of wedlock um she's treated like an egg but this one who came with the husband she's hated and everything that the, the the stepmother does everything to make sure that she's in the bed books of the father, you know. Um, and 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 I think in the second episode, the father dies. And that's when I said, I'm not watching yeah. such because I want good in my space. You know, that is traumatic. I don't want to watch. But these are things that do happen in real life. Sometimes you find it's the spouse that comes and maybe... I don't know what brings about those negative emotions. Why would you hate? So we were tackling that last time. But now when we are wake, working towards harmony, where do we begin? You know, as you're talking, I'm remembering the story. I think it's among Cinderella, you know. Mm. She was in a blended situation because mm. she was with a stepmother. Mm-hmm. Even though the stepmother was evil. And it's exactly the scenario that you are giving where uh, she's not being treated well. Um, you know, and that's what we spoke about last time to say, you know, if you are not going to do it, God will find somebody else to do it. And you are missing an opportunity to be a blessing to somebody that's not your flesh and blood. 
but that God has entrusted to your hands. So I think let's start with this, Sasibongi, to say, like we said last time, this it's it's not it's not wise to expect the dynamics of a blended relationship to be the same as that of a mainline yeah. uh, relationship where it's mother and father and all kids are mm. from both mm. of them. It's not wise. And to even be that ambitious as well, I think it's important to always remember that there is a dynamic that this person is somebody God has entrusted to me. You know, there'll always be that thing that they might even long to meet their parents and to connect with their real parents and to deprive them of that as the step parent is not wise. Mm. So from the onset, one of the solutions, Sasibongi, is build a strong foundation. Mm. And what that means is from the onset, have an open and honest communication with the kids. And I'm not talking being rude and and weird and, and calling it open communication. I'm talking about, you know, being open about how you feel in terms of, you know, them being around you in, in a kind way to say, you know what, I love being around you. I enjoy being around you. And, you know, find a way of how do we address each other. Mm-hmm. You know, small things like that, that create a connection and de- define boundaries. So having that communication, especially if you are the biological parent, because the thing I've realized as well is that the biological parent mm. becomes the connector ah. you see, of, of, of the, 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 the stepkids and the stepmom or the mm. stepdad. Mm. You, you have to be wise enough to be able to come in between and to somehow help in terms of facilitating this very complex relationship. You know, you are the biological parent. So having those honest conversations from the onset with your kids about who is coming on board, um, you know, and and having a a conversation with your spouse to say, these are my kids and this is what's going on with them. Mm. The first thing is from the onset, you can't just um, cruise through that whole scenario. You can't cruise through that conversation uh, and not have it. it. It's important to open up and to talk hmm. and to create a psychologically safe space. When the child is not feeling uh, okay and comfortable, they, they allow them to be expressive so that they can take this issue out. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe through that conversation, things can be ironed out. Hmm. Understandably, the child may not be well because now their concept of what a family is has been fractured. Hmm. by whatever has happened, a divorce, a death, and so on. Mm. So the idea, again, is not to try and replace the the, the parent yes. or the parent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so those are conversations that must be there. Oh, no, call me that they You know, you don't call, have to call me dad. It's not necessary because I'm I'm not your dad, but kindate, you know, kabantate, you know, finias or whatever. So it should come from the child to say, It should come from the child. You are my dad. Okay. Yes. Yes. It it shouldn't be forced on the, because sometimes, because we want this thing to work, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, We mm. even force certain things, like, yeah, meet papa. Mm, mouth, you mm, know, and mm. the truth is, my mom passed on to expect mm. me to call this person ma, 
you know, it's, it's, it's a bit too far. Allow me to heal. Allow me to understand what is going on. And even funny enough, mm. even with parents, Sibongi, it may be difficult, as you said, to connect with this child. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you, as the as the parent, you need to connect the the step uh, parent to the child. Find right. ways of how do I intervene because I know my child, I know this lady. So you know, may God give us wisdom in that. So number one is to build a strong foundation, mm-hmm. establish clear roles as, mm-hmm. as well and expectations during that conversation. Those are things that must be spoken about. What what role is this person playing? Mm-hmm. What expectations we have with this new family that is being created? You see what I'm saying? Those conversations mm-hmm. are important because, you know, sometimes it's when things don't work because of unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 everybody's making assumptions in the in the blended family. It shouldn't be left to assumption mm, mm, that mm. somebody understands or who's this person who has now come into my father's life. Yeah, it must be a conversation that must. Oh, be who happened. am I now that I'm brought into these children's lives? Yeah, yeah. Who am I? So, so Muruti, what I'm hearing you saying is that most of the challenges that come, they come because. Um, we get married and then the other party, the parent who's supposed to bring the two together, now stands on the sides yeah. and watches yeah. without communicating to either of the sides what is yeah. expected and who is this person or who are my children now into your life. You know, I, I heard of, actually uh, I was watching a movie some years back and I didn't understand but I understand it now as you're saying it and this woman said to this girl I am not your mother and I'm not here to replace your mom but I'm here to love you if you let me oh that's beautiful if you let me so giving the child um, the right to say yes or no but Mm -hmm. if you let me then I'm here to love you but I can't replace your mom that is a powerful line. I think it just wraps up everything we are talking about. But one thing I want you to, you, you, you can see and, and family will see is that was a conversation. Yeah. So it's important that we don't run away from difficult conversations because you are building a family. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible talks about building a home. So even a blended family must be built. It, it can't be left to assumption. It, it can't be left to TikTok or whatever other things are there. You have to work on the unit. You have to work on unity. You know, decisions that have to be made must be spoken about because mm-hmm. they affect every single person that is in this relationship. So the key, Sesibong, is from the onset, have those difficult conversations. Don't be rude. Don't, don't obviously, you know, treat each other as if, you know, otherwise. But it's important to have those conversations and communicate. So that's number one. Mm -hmm. The beautiful one is number two, respect individual differences. Okay. Every single person in this relationship must be treated like a whole person. You know, when we were growing up, there was this phrase that says, children must be seen and not heard, Mm. you know? Mm. But it's important for us to understand that a child is still a human being Mm. and they have their own personality. They have their own inclinations. That have to do with just them. I mean, I've got young kids and all of them have different personalities Mm. and they want to be affirmed. They want to be noticed. They want 
their presence to be felt. So all the parties that are in the blended relationship must be understood as their own unit. And, and, and there's something called unit of analysis in research. And, and so, you know, you can't, you can't ignore a person, no matter how small they are. Mm. Um, they have to be, you have to sit down and study them and understand them and treat them as if they are, you know, human beings and acknowledge them. Hmm. So everyone must be acknowledged because they come with their own history, mm-hmm. their own experiences, their own perspectives. So it's important that in all of that, we need to acknowledge each other hmm. and teach each other to acknowledge each other, not to ignore each other. Mm. You know, mm. and in that sense, when we are talking about promoting uh, ex- ex- uh, acceptance, you know, and uh, diversity, you know, we talk about diversity uh, and accepting one another. You know, your spouse's kids may not be, they may not phrase things the way you want yeah. them to be phrased, that your own kids phrase things, but actually you are building the relationship. So you, mm. you kind of steer them slowly but surely into a certain kind of the, um, behavior. You know, you, you, you reward the good behavior. Mm. You know, you build that relationship, but they are not your own kids that have been fried the way you, you fry <laughs> your own kids, you know. So it's important. That word. To, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so pro, we, it's important to promote within the family unit acceptance and diversity. Um, we are, the, the, the other kids remember that they come from a different gene pool as well. Their DNA is not the same as yours. So their personalities might be a bit different. Mm. So it's key as well to start the other personalities, you know, that may not be the same as you and, and your own kids and, and so on. Their interests may not be the same. The so same. study, 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 you know, so that you can know how to deal so, with a diversity of other people. Murut, when you're talking about also uh, respecting individual differences. Besides, uh, you, you you mentioned that they need to be understood, acknowledged, and not ignored as well. Um, is it something that needs, like, okay, let me make this example. Most of the times when people are going through divorce, none of the children will be consulted or spoken to about it. Um, and Or when somebody passes on in the family, you find children are not spoken to. You know, you just bury the person and then that's that. You'll only respond to their questions when they ask, but otherwise nobody sits them down and explains and even trying to find out their emotions. So is it something similar to that where we need to also sit down with them and try to find out what are they, uh, um, what do they feel about what's happening, the changes that are there and all of that? Is it something like that? I think, you know, there's that whole thing, Fesibonga, of proactiveness um, that is uh, quite an important thing. You know, sometimes, Fesibonga, we need to preempt certain situations and, and be proactive in our parenting style. Mm. In other words, you, you, you know that this, this is something that's going to change a child's life. So as a parent, being proactive means sitting down with them and saying, my, my child, this is what's happening at the moment. There are divorce proceedings going on, yeah. and the implications thereof are one, two, three, four, five. Mm. You know, um, it, it kind of means to the child that I am being I matter. honored here. I'm being, yeah, yeah, I matter. Actually, that's the right term I'm looking for. 
I matter. I'm important in this mm. in, in this whole scenario. It's not, I'm not a byproduct. I'm not just a side gig in this in this whole unit. Right. I matter. So it's important that we we give the children that I guess honor of knowing that I matter that much that my parents would tell me and 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 let me know what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's very important because that child. I mean, research shows that children get more affected by divorce than the parents themselves that are going through the whole thing. They are the ones that get affected. There's something called, you know, uh, adverse childhood experiences, and divorce is one of them. Mm. It, it, you know, I always look at couples and people that will throw divorce parties, and I get very concerned to say, yes, you are happy that you've divorced, but what about your kids? What, what impact does this have on, on the your kids children. you brought? Yeah, mm. you brought on this earth. You know, um, you now you are having a party. What about the child? Uh, do you think the child will enjoy knowing that their parent is having a party that has ripped their heart into two? Mm. Mm. You know, mm. so it's important for us to honor the presence of 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 our children and every stakeholder in in the relationship and engage them. Yeah. Engage them to say let's 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 engage um our, our our children in this. Let's sit down, have those difficult conversations and let's honor these children by actually acknowledging that they exist and they have their own history, their own experiences and their own perspectives. Wow. And the third one, Muruti? The third one is creating new family traditions. So okay. Um, that sounds yeah, exciting and fun. That is. I think that's a relief, right? After. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what can happen there is to, you know, I think as well we, we need to understand that the family that was had its own traditions. And the idea is not to break them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's to say acknowledge them for what they are, but to understand that there's more space for everyone on the earth. So you can create experiences that are not negating the ones from the first family, but that are creating these new memories, new traditions, new, you know, um, ways of doing things in this family that, that, that have their own space in this child's life. Mm-hmm. So that that would be, and the cool thing is what you mentioned, the issue of involving the kids in the creation of this new family tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, what what are the things that would make them feel like, wow, this is cool, this is something that can be done. Mm. Is it, you know, when we were growing up, there would be that whole thing of Christmas trees, um, you know, putting gifts there, and so on. Maybe that's something you can do. It's not negating what was happening in the other family if Mm. it was being done, you know. It can be continued as a tradition in this family, you know. Um, going to church on Christmas Day. It's a new tradition. It's a new culture. Some families may may have not been doing it, but you create them so that you can create a sense of cohesiveness as a family, oneness, you know, somehow of saying, look, we are a unit of our own. One of them could be family vacations, Mm -hmm. you know, um, where you go away, you go camping or so on. You know, it becomes an activity-based thing, um, you know, you cook there, you pry there. And other things could be just doing a marathon. 
there's a community marathon. Let's go as a family and we'll be them kids, a family going on that. It's mm-hmm. a new tradition. And you don't force it because the kids must also want to be part of it. If they don't want to be part of it, don't force it down their throats. Mm-hmm. Mm. But everyone should be involved. And sometimes even spouses may not want to. But, um, you know, the key is to kind of explain as well. Because sometimes we like doing things that we don't explain. Okay, here's a question from a family member who would like to remain anonymous. And uh, saying, Swangile and Muruti, thank you so much for the topic. What do you do when you have tried it all to even get into the life of uh, your spouse's child but they keep rejecting you what do you do more any advice look the other thing could be getting advice from a you know trained um, counselor or psychologist or pastor you know um, maybe you could find that um, you know the database of what needs to be done um, hasn't all been uh, exhausted if you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. In other words, there could be other things maybe that you overlooked. So getting advice could also help. And the other thing is praying about the situation. You know, we are Christians and, you know, matters of the heart, God God is able to do it. Um, you pray for the child, pray for them like they are your own. And I, I, I th- I'm trying to remember what we spoke about the last time. There's a, there's a similar thing that we spoke about the last, in one of our last sessions to say, yes, now I remember. We said that you can even love the child through their biological parents. Mm-hmm. In other words, you still sow that seed where you say, while I'm trusting God for a change of heart, I'll give my partner uh, five, five, 50 rand and say, please buy the child um, lunch or something. Go okay. out with her, have lunch. So you use the biological parent, but you don't obviously say, the money from me. But you are doing it as a spiritual transaction. Mm. Um, you are sowing a seed. And, 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 and I believe that those are things that break that barrier, that, that hardened heart. Let me ask this question. Some of these things, they take time. Yeah, yeah. let me ask this question. Um, is it possible that some of the children would blame the new spouse in their parents' life for the breakage of their yes. family? Okay. In, in, <laughs> you know, it, it does happen because, I mean, that, that desire is for their parents to get back together. <laughs> so as long as this person is still in the picture, they feel like this, this dream that I have will not happen. Mm. So because some of them may not fully understand what transpired and, and, and so on and so forth. So there's always that hope of reconciliation happening. So they feel like this person has been intrusive. Because remember that in most cases, we as human beings are, are, are one-dimensional in our thinking. Mm-hmm. The, the child may not think that there are many dimensions to this whole story. Mm-hmm. The, the dimension of happiness, of my parents, of my father's happiness and my mother's happiness that I must consider. Mm-hmm. And it takes maturity to get there. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think the key is when somehow there's more knowledge or a change of heart that will affect that. But in some cases, in most cases, I dare say, and, and this is not through empirical evidence, but you would think Corey, the child will probably blame the spouse to say, you are here. And because you are here now, my parents, the chances of my parents coming back together are zero, especially in a divorce situation. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a death situation, it, it's, 
it's slightly nuanced. I won't say it's too, you know, it's worse or it's it's otherwise, but it's nuanced. It's different. But with in the cases of divorce, you find that there's always that hope. We hope my parents will come back together. But the problem is when there's this person who's there. So okay. it seems to just keep living and trust God okay. that through your behavior and how well you treat them, they will reconsider. All right. Um, another one says, uh, Swangile, my observation is that with the young ones, it becomes easier uh, to have a great blended family. But as they grow up, that's when the difficulty starts. Adult stepchildren mostly feel um, uh, the problem. Okay. Muruti? Yeah, look, I think because obviously in the formative stages of a child, like when they were from zero to BOMA seven, mm. they're, they're not obviously conscious of some of the nuances and issues and things that are going on. But obviously as they mature, like your nine, ten, teens, you know, obviously they are kind of saying this person has come to home wreck. You know, they, they've created that perception um, because they want their parents together. It kind of breaks their world. So, yeah, you, you, you would find that, obviously, in those middle stages, the teens and maybe early early uh, 20s, there could be that. But as somebody grows older and they start learning, I mean, I was listening to somebody over the weekend saying their father said to uh, uh, they asked their father at some point, well, why did you leave our mother? Mm. And not justified, I'm not saying what he un- that his answer was justified, but what he said was, my son, you're still young. Let's, let's have this conversation 15 years, 20 years from now and see if uh, your answer, you know, my, my answer to you would be, uh, in fact, your, respo- your reception of my answer would be any different, mm. you know. Mm. Uh, and he mm. says, yeah, it's, it's been years later, and now I kind of get the idea. But now you know, I'm asking what, myself between <laughs> that time and 15 years, <laughs> yo, wow. It's a long time. Yo. <laughs> yeah, but he did give him, well, obviously, you know, our parents don't, um, in traditional parents where didn't feel the need explain their actions or anything to children so he just gave that answer to say come back to me later Uh, for now let's just keep living Mm. you know Mm. Um, Mm. so those are those are some of the issues that are there but i think the traditions creating traditions finding ways of creating traditions creates cohesiveness now, and unity, which is important. But now, another challenge that I think blended families face, Muruti, I know we still have some other steps to go through, but yeah. another th- or two more challenges that I think um, uh, blended families face are, number one, the in-laws. What are the in-laws saying to the child, number one? Yeah. Number two, the mother or the father of the child, whenever the child goes to visit the ex, okay, you're not you, Murutish. They are exes. <laughs> you know, there are certain things you don't even want to put yourself or another person yeah. in an example. So yeah, that's why I'm like they are children. They are exes. So you find yeah. the ex, what the ex says to the child, even if you're trying with okay, you're coming with creating new um, traditions and all, yeah. Murutimara because. What she says or he says to the child about the other 
It's very important. And the in-laws, because maybe they favored the other one more than the one current. Sure. How do you deal with that? A quick one before I, I read Zuko Patrick's message. Yeah, because there's, there's two elements to what you spoke about. There's the issue of co-parenting. There's the issue of in-laws. So to be honest, mm. you are not responsible for what um, the, other. the co-parent does and what the in-laws do. At best, you need to play your part um, and 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 do it well by walking in love and walking in faith. Because now you, are, you, you, you don't have the power to be able to know what has been done and what has not been done. And it wouldn't be wise to go and, you know, I'll use the Gassi language to go to find out from the mm. child mm. what has been said and, 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 and so on. Because there isn't it that kind. But there's power in love, sister. In walking, yeah, because I was like, uh, because I was like, um, because sometimes the behavior tells you. Because when the child left, you were on, you know, you were here with the child, but now when the child comes back, you're like, eh. I'm starting a fresh Yeah. <laughs> so, but I love what you say. Love and co- love also covereth a multitude yeah. of sin. So you yeah. choose to love that child in spite of. Yeah. All right. And a family member says, great topic, family. This is the real issue in which families face where everyone needs to be aware of our kids' feelings. Uh, forcing things won't bring happiness in the family. And we need to listen and be aware of everyone's feelings. Thanks for bringing up or for bringing this up. It's helping us a lot as listeners. Oh, wow. Thank, we thank God for that. Murud. We thank God for you mm-hmm. and that we are touching such. And these, these, we never touch them in our churches, right? Uh, even, even when, when people are getting married and they are from previous marriages or previous relationships and they come with children, they, they'll just say, Ubarat. That's it ends there. Yeah. <laughs> it and, ends it's there. and it's, it's complex, complex Murud. And know, it's complex. Um, so yeah. You know, but we are waking up to it. I think it's one of those topics that God is giving us grace to to, to deal with, you know, because it's a it's quite a special way of parent child relationships, you mm, know. Mm. Um and, and it's important to develop that relationship and to allow as well that one on one period, you know, especially when the opportunities are there for the bond to be created. It may not be a a maternal or paternal or biological, that's what I'm looking for, mm. um connection that is created. But even if it it continues as a friendship you know, um, where this bond is created, um, you know, between this this step-parent and the child as a friendship of some sort, mm. it's still fine. Let there be a connection that is there okay. where trust, because the biggest thing, Sassibongi, is to build trust. Trust. It's to, it's build, to trust. build trust. All right. You know, because a lot of mistrust has taken place. So we need to build trust. And it takes patience. Uh-huh. Uh, to get that thing done. Okay, today I see our time is almost up, but let's just do this and then um, come back to just close for today. Learn more, live more, love more.
Radio Pulpit 657 AM, your daily companion. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up. A time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za This is Heart to Heart with Spongile Mufuking on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Yeah, heart to heart is just about to say goodbye to the family. And uh, yeah, um, sure, no time even for break, but time is very short as we are learning. But we thank God for times like these where we have an opportunity to talk to Pastor Mojale Famaluka uh, for advice, for help, and even to allow the Lord to just speak to us through um, his servants' voices. My family, I'll be saying goodbye to you at uh, 3 o'clock in a short while. Actually, I'm saying goodbye to you. Germany, Johan else takes you through with something else. And afterwards, you have Ayanda Nenemba on Spectrum. So do not miss um, anything. We have great, great, great programming for you. Muruti, Mujalifa Maloka, we have to say goodbye to the family for now. (laughs) Can we put a comma to it and come back and wrap it up nicely? But what do we say to our families? I know they are doing as much as they can. And there are those who are saying, I'm doing it for the glory of the Lord, reminded by the scriptures that would say, do everything as though you're doing it for the Lord. Um, and so they're doing their best to do that. Yeah. Uh, but what do we say in closure for those that are trying and giving their best? Others, you know, I have heard of others who'd give their best and then say, ah, kizamile. I give up yeah. and then come back again. Let me try again. And they try again and, eh, kizamile. And then... Yeah. In some other instances, it's the children who are trying to make it work. When we watch these reality shows, some of the children, you are like, yo, but you thank God that they are still standing. So, but now, Muruti, as we are wrapping up, what do we say to the family? We say wisdom is a critical thing, and in all you're getting, get understanding. And Mm. I think... It's important to trust God every single day for wisdom on how to navigate the complexities of relationships and to walk in understanding. You know, when, when, when God has granted you understanding, you'll be very surprised at what you are able to come out with in terms of outcomes. Mm-hmm. So it's so critical to pray for our relationships with our stepkids, with, with our uh, blended family, spouses, you know, pray hard and trust God that God give me wisdom and, and give me understanding so that I can know what to do because it's a faith thing. You've got to do stuff. You can't leave it out to the wind. You've got to trust God every single day for the wisdom. The Holy Spirit is there to advise you mm-hmm. on what to do. And, 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 and he's a great help in terms of challenges. 
Wow. Maruti, thank you so much for ministering into the family. Thank you so, so much for taking time to just, you know, do it for the glory of the Lord. And I'm trusting God for testimonies that will come and say, look at what God did after you've spoken into my life. So thank you for that. May the Lord keep keeping you and may he give you your heart's desires. For family members who'd like to be in contact with you, how do they do so? Okay, so I run a life coaching and relationship counseling practice. It's a business, and um, they can find me on Facebook and Mojalefa um, Daniel Maloka, or they can call me on zero seven two two five nine four three nine seven. That's to set an appointment. Can you repeat the number? The number is zero seven two two five nine. Four three Wow, thank you so much, Muruti. I have a minute to allow Muruti to just pray. And family, bye-bye. Uh, we love you so much. Next up is Germany, Johan Els, then Ayanda Nenemba. You and I are meeting tomorrow. Muruti, and we say what to the Lord? And we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, bringing every single type of relationship, oh God, um, that has evolved and come together through destiny and through your plans and purposes. We bring mothers, fathers, step-parents, blended families before you, those that are struggling with conflict. We are asking you, Father, to bring intervention, oh, Father, that will bring forth harmony into the blended families. Father, we pray for wisdom for those that will need to know what to do next, the wisdom of the sons of Isaac, how we had an understanding of the times and knew what needed to be done. We thank you, Father, that, Lord, through this session today, there has been resolutions to to long-standing challenges of families, and we are going to see great results in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And amen. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, True Authentic Christian Radio. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.